0: Welcome to another program of Heart and Soul playing the music of the church throughout the ages. From ancient and modern hymns to songs of praise and worship from the early days to today, Heart and Soul comes to you each week with a Bible message also to encourage and challenge you. Now here is your host for today's program, Jan Baker.
1: Let's start our program with one of the very great hymns of the church. The measure of a good hymn is how much he glorifies Jesus. Well, this one certainly does. Thine be the glory, risen and conquering sun, a powerful statement for Easter Sunday, sung for us by cathedral praise.
2: You're the way
1: One of the great new hymn composers from britain is Stuart townend that was his song beautiful saviour sung by the resource christian music from their supplement 31 album called building god a house you're listening to heart and soul with jan baker now to a medley of two hymns by the don marsh voices and orchestra tis so sweet to trust in jesus and to god be the glory
2: so sweet to trust in Jesus, just to take him at his word, just to rest upon his promise, just to know. Jesus. Oh, for grace to trust him more. I'm so glad I learned to trust him. Precious
1: on heart and soul with a song by george beverly shay one of the best love singers in the christian scene over many years has been george beverly Shea, associated with the billy graham crusades here he sings for us god leads his dear children along
3: in shady green pastures so rich and so sweet god leads his dear children along where the water's cool flow bathes a weary one's feet god leads his dear children along some through the water some through the flood some through the fire but all through the blood some through great sorrow but God gives a song in the night season and all the day long. Sometimes in the mount where the sun shines so bright, God leads His dear children along. Sometimes in the valley in the darkest of night, God lead your children along. Some through the waters, some through the flood. Some through the fire, but all through the blood. Some through great sorrow, but God gives a song in the night season and all. Sorrows befall us, and Satan oppose. God lead His dear children along. Through grace we can conquer, defeat all our foes. God leads His dear children along. Some through the waters, some through the flood. Some through the fire, but all through the blood. Some through great sorrow, but gone near.
2: and Soul, Christian Hymns and Song. When He rolls up His sleeves, He ain't just putting on the Ritz. Our God is an awesome God. There's thunder in His footsteps and lightning in His fists. Our God is an awesome God. The Lord wasn't joking when he kicked him out of Eden. It wasn't for no reason that he shed his blood. His return is very close, and so you better be believing that our God is an awesome God. Our God is an awesome God. When the sky was starless in the void of the night Our God is an awesome God He spoke into the darkness and created the light Our God is an awesome God In judgment and wrath He poured out on Sodom The mercy and grace He gave us at the cross I hope that we have not too quickly forgotten That our God is an awesome God Our God
1: Mullins with this version of the great chorus, Our God is an Awesome God. You're with heart and soul. Now let's return to the hymn. Now, the St. Michael singers with Charles Wesley's hymn of the Second Coming, Lo, He Comes with Clouds Descending.
4: Upon a time, a minister was riding a slow train through the hills of Tennessee. At one of the many stops, the minister spoke to an elderly gentleman standing on the station platform. Sir, he said, does anyone around here enjoy religion? The old fellow thought for only a second and then replied, yes, sir, them that's got it do. Perhaps that's just another way of saying, put your cares into God's hands and he'll put his peace into your heart. Someday the silver cord will break, and I no more as now shall sing. But oh the joy when I awake within the palace of the King. And I shall see him face to face And tell the story saved by grace And I shall see him face to face And tell the story saved by grace Someday my earthly house Will fall. I cannot tell how soon will be. But this I know my all in all has now a place in heaven for me, and I shall see him face to face and tell the story saved by grace and i shall see him face to face and tell the story
1: One of the great gospel singers, Tennessee Ernie Ford, with Saved by Grace. David will be with us shortly.
4: Heart and Soul. Heart and Soul.
1: what a saviour. You're listening to Heart and Soul. Now here's our regular speaker, the Reverend David Evans.
0: Thank you Jan. Good to be with you once again today. There was a man who got lost in the desert. After wandering around for a long time his throat became very dry. About that time he saw a little shack in the distance. He made his way over to the shack and found a water pump with a small jug of water and a note. The note read, pour all the water into the top of the pump to prime it. If you do this, you will get all the water you need. Now the man had a choice to make. If he trusted the note and poured the water in and it worked, he would have all the water he needed. If it didn't work, he would still be thirsty and he might die, or he could choose to drink the water in the jug and get immediate satisfaction. But it might not be enough and he still might die. After thinking about it, the man decided to risk it. He poured the entire jug into the pump and began to work the handle. At first nothing happened, and he got a little scared, but he kept going and water started coming out. So much water came out, in fact, he drank all he wanted, took a shower, and filled all the containers he could find. Because he was willing to give up to satisfaction, he got all the water he needed. Now the note also said, After you have finished, please refill the jug for the next traveller. The man refilled the jug and added to the note, Please prime the pump. Believe me, it works. We have the same choice to make. Do we hold on to what we have because we don't believe there are better things in store for us and settle for immediate satisfaction? Or do we trust God and give up all that we have to get what God has promised us? I think the choice is obvious. We need to pour in all the water, trust God with everything then once we have experienced what God has to offer, the living water, we need to tell other people, Go ahead, prime the pump. Believe me, it works. Actually, Jesus set the example for us of this principle of short-term gain instead of investing for long-term fruit. He spoke of the principle of growing wheat in John 12 and verse 24, where he said, Most assuredly I say to you, Unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone but if it dies, it produces much grain. The short term has to do with a single grain of wheat. Keeping the single grain means that that's all you would ever have, but planting the one seed in the ground would mean that first it would go into a process of death, and then the resurrection aspect of it would be to see the principle of multiplication operating in the growth of a plant that would yield in abundance. In effect, the single grain of wheat has within it all a potential of multiplication, and that means committing it to a place where it is out of the control of the owner of it. Of course, this is the wonderful principle involved in the death-resurrection process. Jesus as the Son of God, like the single grain of wheat, surrendered himself to death and the grave, and the Bible teaches that out of that planting in the earth, not only did Jesus rise up, but he multiplied himself in a harvest of sons. Hebrews chapter 2 reveals a wonderful truth about our future destiny. Let me read it to you. Hebrews 2, 9 and 10 in the New Living Translation What we do see is Jesus, who was given a position a little lower than the angels, and because he suffered death for us, he is now crowned with glory and honor. Yes, by God's grace, Jesus tasted death for everyone, God for whom and through whom everything was made chose to bring many children or sons into glory. And it was only right that he should make Jesus through his suffering a perfect leader fit to bring them into their salvation. Now there's some wonderful things disclosed to us in those verses. Jesus primed the pump with his life. He did not withhold himself from the course but committed himself to death and then it says he suffered death for us. In other words, his death was so powerful that it embraced even the death that we should die because of sin. He finished his part on the cross. God the Father finished his part in the resurrection, and this principle carries on in everything we do. Our part is to die to self. God's part is to raise us up to newness of life, and he has done that in the resurrection of Jesus. That's why Paul received the revelation of Galatians 2 and verse 20 in the words again of the new living. My old self has been crucified with Christ. It is no longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So I live in this earthly body by trusting in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. Jesus primed the pump of salvation for us all, and it is complete. Priming the pump was a single act. The man could have used the water for himself, and he had no guarantee that if he poured the water into the pump instead of drinking it himself, that it would work and he would have no water. But he followed the instructions by faith. In the eternal mind of God, which Jesus shared with the Father, was the thought that one righteous man's death would prime the pump of everlasting salvation for all. There was no human who was qualified or had a life source within himself that could prime that pump, only God himself in Christ could provide that righteous life, qualified to prime the pump, but just like the single corn of wheat, he had to die, buried in the ground of death, and wonderfully, mysteriously, there in that darkness, a burning spark of life would emerge, bringing to the birth a multitude of sons and daughters, like you, if you belong to him. You might say, how do I become one of those sons or daughters? There's only one way, friend, and that is to allow that new birth to take place in your life this day as it has in the lives of many others in the past. Acknowledge your need of Jesus and follow Him. If you do, He will lead you onward and upward to where He is and you will become one of that great harvest of sons or daughters to arise out of the primed pump of life. Come to him and take a drink from the water of life today, and you will never regret it. And if you are already one of those children of God, remember the instructions that were left on the note. If you receive, please prime the pump for others. Please leave water uh, that uh, others may indeed find the way of life. Be prepared to do whatever to prime things for others by being prepared to lay down your plans in favor of Christ's. Out of that, others may well be brought into the kingdom just as you were. If you'd like to share things with us about your experience or your need to understand more, please feel free to write to us. We guarantee a reply in due course. Our immediate response is, Thank you, Jesus, for dying for me. Thank you, Father, for raising him from the dead. May God bless you all today and bring each one of you into an understanding of what it means to receive of Him who has primed the pump for all time and eternity. God bless you today.
4: Amazing grace shall always be my song of praise For it was grace That bought my liberty I do not know Just why he came To love me so so my
2: need i shall
1: Stay tuned for more music of the church throughout the ages. Heart and soul, the music of the church throughout the ages. The story of humanity involves need, and we all seek to find our needs met daily. Sometimes we are desperate, so whether the song is couched in the style of hymns or contemporary, the cry is still the same. If it's not, I need thee every hour, it's a question of where do I go? From the 90s, Gary Chapman and Ashley Cleveland bring us the song, Where Do I Go? with Jesus. What a beautiful name. You're listening to Heart and Soul. I'm Jan Baker. Here's Don Marsh again with the hymn, My Saviour's Love. going to wrap up the program this time with a modern song Holy 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 from Carmen's album High Praises For another day, folks. Our speaker today was the Reverend David Evans. I'm Jane Baker.
4: If you've been blessed by Heart and Soul, why not drop us a line? Our email address is heartandsoulmusic at bigpond.com. We have a website it's heartandsoul.org.au. Or you might like to write to this radio station in appreciation for them bringing us to you. Heart and Soul is an Australian program.